Welcome to Awkwards Anonymous, the podcast where two sisters stricken with the disease to please share their experiences and opinions while making a conscious effort to be unapologetically honest. Sorry if anything we say offends you. Oh, shoot. I'm not supposed to say that. Come on, Missy. Hello, Chrissy. Hey, Missy. (laughs) How are you? I'm pretty good. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. That's really good. Like, so good. (laughs) Tell me about your week. So... I knew you were going to ask that. Or us. Everybody. Also the audience. Oh, yes. We didn't forget about you. <laughs> I shall tell everybody. <laughs> um, I knew you were going to ask that. And honestly, I was thinking, how, how was my week? What do I have to say? And I was coming up with nothing. Because <laughs> can we just talk about <laughs> the irony that you and I finally came up with this idea <laughs> to do a podcast about being awkward, which almost inherently has to require interaction with other people. And then as soon as we come up with this great idea and we know what we want to do, the world is like, no, everybody go home. Everybody go to your separate corners. <laughs> Don't interact with any anybody don't do anything, don't say anything. And I'm just like, what do we I mean, it's amazing. Okay? Let's the fact that the the virus isn't amazing, but we've talked about how not having it to interact has been amazing right. at the same time. It's kind of like a lumberjack <laughs> going to do his job in the middle of the arctic. <laughs> like it's just not really conducive to that sort of work. Yeah. So anyway, my point is, I just find it so incredibly us that after years of wondering what we were going to do, what we wanted to do, we knew that it was something. And the thing that we came up with basically completely relies on being around other people. (laughs) I mean, I'm working from home. You're working from home all or part of the time. And now from week to week... I'm like, well, I mean, I could give you stories about, like, the things that annoyed me about my son, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that I totally agree where it is ironic that we've been like, we're so tired of feeling like when we talk to people, we end the conversation with stupid, 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 and we're like, we just want to not have that be our thought process anymore. We just want to feel more confident about how we're talking to people and maybe we're awkward but not being so stressed out about that. There will be a new normal, but life will start to slowly become more like it was where you're going to have to start interacting with people more often. Even when you go to the grocery store, you go to a restaurant, there's plenty of awkwardness there. Right. So it's just going to be so much worse there's gonna be so much more work exactly that we're gonna have to do (laughs) yes like that's kind of my question for anybody listening is like am I the only one that almost feels like while as an awkward I am happier Mm -hmm. with this situation but as somebody who is attempting to 
be less awkward and get become more confident, I am inevitably going to regress because mm-hmm. it's just like anything else. Practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. And if I'm at home by myself, I'm not practicing being around others. Yeah. And obviously we're working. I do interact to a degree, but mostly it's typing, like direct right. messages or emails. And I, again, am probably not the only one who just inherently is a lot braver, you know, when you're typing. Now, again, (laughs) when I say brave, I mean, I still spend two hours (laughs) deciding what two sentences I'm going to use to reply to somebody because I'm that freaking awkward, but I still have more confidence, and and that's obviously saying something. Mm -hmm. If I get to hide behind a keyboard... It's a lot easier. Yeah. Well, it, it's easier not because it's easier to communicate, but because when you speak, you can't be like, hold on, let me press the delete button. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> let me rephrase that. Yeah. A million, billion times. Right. It is a lot easier because what you finally do decide to send, I mean, still, I think that this is... This applies to both of us. There are even times where we'll spend two hours on an email and we'll send it and we're like, we find a typo. Oh, yeah. As soon as we hit that send button. Oh, yeah. Or we're like, oh, maybe they interpreted it this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I reread emails that I sent five times after I send them. Yes. How annoying is that? It's so freaking (laughs) annoying. Why do I do that? But I can't. I can't. If I send an email, I cannot return back to work. Without going into my sent folder and rereading it. I know. I do the exact same thing. There are some times where I'll even file it away into its respective folder. And I'll go back an hour later and I'm like, I just want to reread that. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, as, gosh, who knows what's going to happen next week versus next month versus this time next year. But I, I can only hope that at least from like a economic perspective Mm -hmm. that we can all start going back out Mm -hmm. again but I don't ever like I don't ever 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 want to go back to work ever Mm -mm. like I don't care if I see the whites of another person's eyes again I love the people I work with but we can love each other through email (laughs) yeah so anyway again maybe when we all start resurfacing (laughs) We can have another episode. We're gonna be about- so white and pasty. We're gonna be white and pasty mole people poking out our eyes, squinting in the sunlight. Yeah. Well, I personally am gonna be like one of those like grub worms. <laughs> I was messaging with a one of my coworkers this morning, and he sent me a picture of like a gorgeous sunrise and he's like yeah I've been running three miles every morning I'm down like 30 pounds and here I am just like Cheeto dust on my lips (laughs) messaging him back with crumbs on the keyboard like oh in all honesty I'm not eating I'm not snacking a whole lot more than I used to with the quarantine it's just that I never do anything. Mm-hmm. I never move. I never leave my desk. I never go outside. I never take a walk. I mean, at least when I was working downtown, I had the walk from the bus stop to the building. Yeah. <laughs> Which was still less than a block. Well, in your defense, I, you're not like 
turning into Jabba the Hutt on your couch. As <laughs> I really am. Though. As you're working. <laughs> <laughs> and you just yell to your son, bring me a cup of coffee. <laughs> I actually do do that sometimes. <laughs> He's four, by the way, and she's having him bring her hot coffee. (laughs) You may refer back to an earlier episode. There might be a reason why she's not handling her own coffee anymore. (laughs) He brings it to her in a sippy cup now. (laughs) Yeah. But you've also, you're not being as like, is it sedentary? Is it a sedentary? Sedentary. Because yeah. uh, I always... Sedimentary. Sedimentary. Isn't yeah, sedimentary, sedimentary a rock? rock. rock. <laughs> You're not being as sedentary, as, as sedimentary <laughs> as you think you are. Because, you guys, she's mentioned, I think, a couple times before that they're building a house. And you have been out there you know she has a she has a chunk of land and she's putting up a fence so you're you're going out there and you're sweating and you're putting up fences and stuff yeah so yeah, that one day was that was rough i mean there was one day where she made me a slave for the day and i had to haul 80 pound bags of cement and posts i mean i felt like yeah. i shouldn't say this but i felt like jesus carrying the cross oh. we're going to edit that out <laughs> That's what it felt like, just yeah. carrying this post. Yeah, it was. It truly did feel like somebody was in the background going, na, 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 na. Well, and what's so funny is, like, the first, every side of the fence, I feel like it was just like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, more and more. So, yeah. like, the post just kept getting more and more crooked the further along we went. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like 90 degrees out, and there's no shade and no trees, and we're carrying around 80-pound bags of concrete. So, anyway, thank you for the kudos of the one day one day I got out of my office chair. But, cumulatively, I am becoming top of the hut. <laughs> So I wasn't ex- I wasn't overly excited about my coworker's progress, but good for him, I guess. Whatever. That's the other beautiful thing about being able to communicate through a keyboard is like he probably would have visibly seen my face drop <laughs> if we were face to face, but I was able to be like, "Well, fuck you." Oh, delete, 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 delete. <laughs> so awesome good for you <laughs> i'm so happy for you you know yeah anyway i to to summarize you know i was trying to think about what in the world is new with me this week and the answer is freaking nothing mm. which is fine with me but it doesn't make the best podcast material <laughs> is anybody else's life this boring i don't know but uh we probably are going to have a lot more work to do if we all do end up having to, like, go back to normal life. Yeah. And interact with people. I'm, I'm going to need probably, like, double doses of this therapy. Yeah. Anyway, how are you? Oh, my gosh. I have had the opposite week that you have had. Oh, that's where all my drama went. You got it. <laughs> I got all the drama. <laughs> But I got a new job. Hey! And so, yeah, I was super excited about it. So this was my last week. My last day was Wednesday. We've already talked about the awkwardness of networking and interviewing. Yeah. Can we just talk about the awkwardness of, like, 
leaving a job, it's kind of been like this highlight reel in my mind. It's like when you see a movie and they're like, remembering things and everything's in slow motion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it is for me. And none of these memories are good. Right. <laughs> They're all just like... It's a montage of things that you won't miss. A montage. That's the word that I was searching for. Yes. It's a montage of just <sighs> misery. It is so awkward saying goodbye to people. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I Yes. You just... Don't want to do it. Really, what I really wanted to do was just go quietly into that yes. good night. Yes. <laughs> just not do it. Are we the only ones? <laughs> yes. I have been on a staggered schedule where one week I'm in the office and one week I'm I'm working from home. And my last week, I was working in the office. And we're on teams, so there are some teams, like there are people that I haven't seen in months because they're on an opposite schedule of from me. Right. So I had all these like handoff meetings for all my projects and I went in one day to see, just to see all the people that I hadn't seen. Again, to reiterate, not because I wanted to. And then it makes it sound like I don't like them. I like them all. It's not about that. It really just isn't. It's just about, I don't need to. I can like you from afar. We've already discussed that. Right. Running from people you know and like in the grocery store just because of the small talk aspect. Exactly. When I went in on the week that I don't normally go in, I brought in cupcakes because it was also someone else's last day. And I was just like having it be a last hurrah seeing all these people. Yeah. Well, I'm so out of practice because for some reason it seems like their team is a lot. There's a lot more people on that team. I guess all the people that quit are on my team. So when I go in the office, it's basically a ghost town, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm perfectly fine with. And is it just me? It. I know it's not just me, but accepting compliments is so hard. The person that sits next to me, she sees that I am carrying cupcakes, and she's like, "Oh wow, those look really good." And instead of saying thank you, instead of accepting it with grace I just go yeah (laughs) and I'm like no what I'm not like well yeah well obviously obviously because I made them I was it was more just like yeah I found it on Pinterest it's I have no talent basically Pinterest made these cupcakes for me yeah Oh, and then I have all these people coming to me you know just being nice and being like oh thanks for the cupcakes they were delicious Yum, yum, yum. And I'm just like, (laughs) oh, uh, thank you. I'm glad that you, I just, it's so awkward. I'm just like, can you just like, like them and you don't have to tell me you like them. (laughs) But at the same time, I also know I would be kind of like, oh man, no one's saying that they like them. Are they gross? Yeah. You know, it's this double-edged sword where I want that validation. Right. But I also don't want it. Right. So that was awkward. And then... There were some managers that I hadn't seen that I went in specifically to say, hey, I know I won't see you next week. I just wanted to say goodbye. And expecting just kind of like, oh, thanks for all you've done. Good luck. Bye. I like made them cry. (laughs) And then I'm crying and everyone's crying. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What a nightmare week for an awkward. Yes. 
whenever anybody asks me, well, where are you going? I don't say where I'm going. Just because I've heard horror stories of people losing the opportunity that they were going to and they lose their current job and then they're left right. with nothing. Right. So I'm always just like, oh, well, I'm not saying yet, but I feel like such a jerk. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know how you would feel if you asked a question and then the person was like, well, you, you just asked me a question I don't feel comfortable answering. Yes. And we, like, never want to make people feel uncomfortable. So knowing that you're on the other end... We're always reeling with concern of how we're making other people feel when we say stuff. Yes. Everything, we always have like two conversations going on in our head. It's the one that we're receiving and we're trying to interpret what they're receiving. Yes, exactly. Which is, it's exhausting. That's why we avoid interaction. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, there's all that and then just... The place that I'm leaving, it was my first real job out of college. So there's a level of familiarity there. I'm sad about that. And I did genuinely enjoy the people that I worked with. But I'm kind of like, peace. (laughs) I don't want to be here anymore. And I am so excited to get out of here and start this new job. Right. And finding that balance of, well, you can't tell them that. (laughs) You can't say... I can't wait to never see you people again. Right. Because it's not that I can't wait to never see them again. It's And then on my last day, as I'm leaving, I was so pumped for my last day to just be this like cathartic experience where I'm just leaving and I'm just like, <sighs> goodbye forever. And instead of feeling that way, I just felt like I was forgetting something Basically the whole day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And so I'm like, what could I be forgetting? And I just had this huge fear of I just had all these tearful goodbyes and hugged everyone goodbye, even though we're not supposed to be hugging anyone right now. Because also when someone's like putting their arms out to hug me, I'm not going to say, oh no, no, but Corona. Right. (laughs) I'm just going to hug you. I'm like, if I have to go back up there because I forgot my phone or my purse, I'm not doing it. I'll just get a new phone. I'll just cancel my credit cards and get new ones. <laughs> I'm not yes. going back up there. Oh my goodness. That, yeah, the art of the exit. It, I mean, it could be an entire, and probably will be an entirely other episode. There are those moments when you have this perfect exit it it feels like all of the strings are tied up nice and neat and you leave and then you're like oh yeah I forgot my car keys and I can't leave the parking lot yes I should call a taxi because I'm not going back in there probably I would have stopped and I'm like okay how can I go back up and walk around and like combat crawl back to my desk yeah So that nobody sees me. Or just like wait there outside in the bushes until everybody leaves the office. Yeah. It's just a very awkward experience and I'm so glad to have it be over. Just as a in memoriam for my last job, I want to just talk about working in an office. Because this new job that I have is permanent work from home. I hate you so much. (laughs) I hate you so much. I only hate you slightly less than the most that I could hate you. 
because I'm working from home right now, but as far as I know, it's temporary, and I will kill myself <laughs> if we have to go back to work in the office, but I will not be able to talk to you for a little while <laughs> if I have to go back into the office and you're sitting here at home in your pajamas, and I have to get on the freaking bus <laughs> to go into work to do literally the same freaking thing yeah. that I'm doing right now. Yeah. Anyway, I'll postpone loathing you until that day until comes. Until then. Congratulations on your new stupid job. <laughs> well, thank you. I can really tell that comes from the bottom of your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about all of these moments I can't remember whether we said this before we turned before we started pressing record, but I've just been having this montage of memories. <laughs> that was recorded, yeah. In slow motion. Okay, it was recorded. <laughs> yeah, we got all that. <laughs> we did. Are you yeah. sure? I'm positive. <laughs> yeah, we recorded montage, the word montage several times. Montage, montage. It's our montage. favorite word. It's the word of the episode. <laughs> that and flagellate. <laughs> Anywho, do you think that you could say what the number one thing is that you will not miss? I would say the number one thing that I will not miss is the general noise around me and not really knowing what people are going to be doing. There was a guy that sat in a a cube farm next to mine. I don't know who he was. I don't know what his name was. I don't know what his job was. But all day long, and I brought this so that I could give you a demonstration okay okay let me see if I can (laughs) all day long Doesn't that mean he had an iron deficiency or something? That he was chewing on ice cubes? Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard about that. I I don't know whether it was ice cubes, to be honest, or whether it was pretzels. Because he had this giant, you know, those like... Pretzel nuggets. They they weren't even pretzel nuggets. They were regular ass pretzels. (laughs) But they were in that huge like pickle jar almost. The thing (laughs) that you would get from like Costco or Sam's Club. And I swear, it would be full by the beginning of the day, and it would be half empty. Gosh. That dude ate so many pretzels. So many carbs. He just was crunching on them all day long. I hated it. I won't miss that. So that would be my answer, is having human beings around me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's the whole work from home thing. Like, how many more times can we say it? Yeah. Yeah, I used to sit in front of somebody who would slurp every meal, every meal. He'd have coffee for breakfast and he would slurp it and he would have soup for lunch and he would slurp it out of a cup. Yeah. The noises, like we have another woman on our floor who suddenly determined that she could get attention by sneezing, sneeze screaming. (laughs) I mean, because when I worked with her before she would sneeze like a normal ass human being And then when she started getting attention for sneeze screaming, that's all she would do. 
And so basically, you'd be all the way across the floor from her, and every time she would sneeze, she would literally, literally scream when she did it. Can you give Can you give us a demonstration? Yeah, she would be like, Hachow! But I'm not kidding, what I just did, as obnoxious as it was, is what she would do. And, you know, then you would hear murmurs across the floor, whether people were annoyed or thought it was funny, it was attention nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And so she would do that all the time. And then I sat next to a guy who, he was the wall over from me, and he would literally fall asleep at his desk, and I could hear him snoring. He oh would be my gosh! at his desk. So something else that I just, that I just remembered... There must have been just a lot of people around my desk that were just very loud. And I think that the guy that was crunching on pretzels slash ice cubes, basically breaking his teeth every day. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was the person that was doing this. But every five to ten minutes, he would snort. Oh, that. Oh, I can't stand it when people do that. I mean... Blowing your nose, I can get a little bit, I can be a little bit more sympathetic to that. You know, if you're sick, I get it. Even when I'm sick, I still, like, go to the bathroom just because blowing my nose, I just am kind of like, I just want to be alone while I do that. Yeah, I totally get it. I can give that a pass because not everyone always has to blow their nose. Right. I'm going to try to, like, recreate it, but I don't know that I can, but it's like a that's actually pretty good yeah and it just hurts my nose even doing it and I'm just like I'm sorry I know it sounds so mean but I just think if you do that all the time how can anyone love you (laughs) no I how can anyone stand that and I am so sorry for anyone out there who might be listening where they're like I have a medical condition and I have to do that I'm sorry but it's Yeah, I have a guy at work who I absolutely adore, and I have a feeling it's allergies, but he does that all the time, and it's like I can tell he can't really help it. That doesn't mean I have to like it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I can have sympathy, but still not desire to be listening to that all day. Yeah. And for him, he did it so often that I don't think that I really don't think it was allergies, and I don't think it was a medical. Con- it wasn't a medical thing. I think it boiled down to he was so used to doing it all the time. He just did it all the time. It's kind of like he how you can a tick or something. Yeah, it's kind of like how people say you can get addicted to Flonase. Have you heard that? No. That nasal spray. No. People get addicted to nasal spray. But why? I don't know. But it, it's a thing. Okay. There's something about that. I mean, I hate having to use nasal spray. Yeah, I mean, the thought, just like the thing that it is, I can't, I dislike it so much, I can't imagine doing it at all, much less being addicted to it. But, yeah. I mean, I'm not judging. I don't really care. You do you, but I can't see it. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. Huh. Here's another thing about office life that is very different from working from home is the smells 
Mm. We're getting way off topic as far as awkward goes. We're just bitching at this point. <laughs> but you just are, you, you have to just tolerate mm-hmm. all the odors that everyone else forces upon you, mm-hmm. whether they're making something stinky in the microwave or if they're farting nonstop next to you. Okay, so to give you an idea of where I'm coming from, when I'm in the office, we are in what's called a lab, and basically all it is is a giant room made of glass walls where everybody that works and their workspaces are in that room, plus the break room is in that room, plus there's a ping pong table in that room. So imagine all in the same enclosed room, people trying to work, people cooking food, people playing, you know, like they're in some sort of like international tournament sweating their balls off playing ping pong. (laughs) Not cleaning out the refrigerator and letting everything rot. Anything that's been thrown away in the trash can to sit there all day. All melding in this delicious pot Mm. all day. I work in an industry where it's mostly men. No offense. It is what it is. My observation. They're not inclined to clean out the refrigerator very often. They're not inclined to go through things and say... What has become a science experiment at this point and needs to be thrown out? Yeah. I mean, months and months go by, and quite frankly, unless I do it, <laughs> it doesn't get done. And so that happened. I don't, you know, I don't do it very often unless I feel like it or I have time. And then you go into the refrigerator and it's just garbage, poop, mold. <laughs> There's <laughs> poop in the refrigerator. I mean, it's just, well, the farts, right? So, again, there's, <laughs> there's the farts. I, I didn't mention that in my list earlier. So, yeah, you have the farts and the food <laughs> and the sweat all, you know, making yeah. this perfume of sorts. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, at my house, if I decide to burn popcorn, I'm the only one offending myself. Well, and your husband. Well, he works. He'll he deal works with during it. the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, he won't just deal with it. <laughs> I mean, like during the day, when when normally you'd be working, but now we're at home. I can right. do whatever I want, but they're my stinky stenches. Yes, they're not someone else's stinky stenches. It's right. like it's like Parmesan cheese. I am obsessed with Parmesan cheese. I love it. But if only if I know that I made something with Parmesan cheese. If someone else makes that, I'm like, that is disgusting. It smells like barf. Yes. I can't believe you're making me smell this right now. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Like, people, people, I mean, I eat at my desk, and I know that I've brought things in that I've reheated. Mm -hmm. And I think it smells delicious, or I don't think it has a smell to it at all, but I'm sure someone else thinks it does. Right. Or like fried fried chicken is an excellent example. If you know what it is, it's like, mmm, fried chicken. Right. But when you don't know what it is, I'm sorry, but it straight up smells like farts. Yes. Fried chicken smells like farts. <laughs> yeah. It is weird, but you're totally right. Maybe it's just us, but it does it it's like just the knowledge of something changes its smell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When you see it, you're just like, mm, I just am really craving that. 
But if it's just in the air, you're mm-hmm. like, did someone fart or is someone eating your fried chicken chick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing that just hit me that is very different between working from home and working outside of your home is and this is so stupid. But just the bathroom situation. Like, yes. you have your own bathroom and your own toilet and your own everything. And it it's just amazing. Yeah. Having, having your own place to poop is just amazing. I'm sorry. It just is. It really is. Speaking of the bathroom situations, I know at my previous job, they had... They weren't necessarily stalls, so you couldn't really see. They were almost like their own separate little closets. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't, you couldn't see the top, you couldn't see the bottom, you couldn't see people's feet. That's it actually kind of nice. It was, you know, because it was really, it was for the most part soundproof. But there is nowhere for anything to escape. One of my biggest pet peeves used to be you'd go to the bathroom and doesn't matter what you're doing you walk out and there's a line and someone goes in straight in after you and I'm just Mm. like how do you know that you're not walking into a war zone yeah I mean I go into the bathroom if all the stalls are taken up I will walk downstairs yeah and I will go I will just keep going down levels until there's a free bathroom yep I do the same exact thing that's that's so funny (laughs) I mean I just because I mean I have done that before where I've not like waited in a line but I've gone in thinking no one had been in there, and I'm like, oh, dear God, I can't be in here. Abort, abort, abort. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand why people are willing to take that risk. Yeah, that does annoy the crap out of me. That's basically only acceptable at concerts or festivals or something. Yes. But when you're at work and you have to, like, look at the whites of someone's eyes yes. in a meeting... Right after you guys were both in the bathroom and that person could, like, obviously knew that you just took a giant dump. Yes. Like, that is not cool. Pick another stall or go somewhere else. Exactly. And that has literally happened to me. Where I, you know, when you gotta go, you gotta go. I walked out and it was someone that I worked with and we looked dead straight at each other in the eye and I was trying to communicate with her. Don't yeah. go in there. Send her some <laughs> telepathic signs. Pick she another She went stall. in there. And the worst is when you know it wasn't you and it was already there. I do that in the elevator. Oh, yes. Like sometimes when you walk into the elevator and it smells and you're like, please don't let there be somebody waiting to get on after me. And when you see someone standing at the door, you just almost want to be like, that wasn't me. Yes. But by saying that, it almost screams, hey, that was me. Yeah. That is one of the most awkward things. And it's so stupid. I know that it has to happen to everybody, but it it's really bugs me. Yes. When you just said that, I'm like, people can be so gross. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> and now that I'm going to be working from home permanently, it's my own filth. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, you don't have to be here. Yeah. But when you're in a shared space, you would think that people would have more respect. I can't remember whether I've mentioned this even just in this episode alone. Montage? (laughs) Are you about to mention a montage? I've been having some montages. (laughs) (laughs) I've been having some amnesia. (laughs) Where I was working, they built a new building because, you know, they're growing a lot, which now there's nobody there to fill their building because everybody's (laughs) left. Or everybody's in quarantine. Right. The way that they set up the new building is way different 
The desks are a lot closer together. Really, really tight quarters. Everything is glass. Perfect so nothing for a is pandemic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, not to get too far off topic. So you sort of share a desk with another person. And the person that I was sharing my desk with, she's on a different schedule. And before I knew I was leaving, I was like, okay, Chrissy, you have to practice. Practice moving your chair out and not being in her space. And I'm telling you, I couldn't do it. Because I'm really tall. And so, like, I have to push my desk out, my my chair out a little bit more to get my legs out from under my (laughs) desk. Now, you guys haven't seen her, but just imagine, like, this giant praying mantis woman. <laughs> like, people who don't see. I just, what, that character on Titan AE. That one What is her name? The, um, the one that's in charge of the weapons. I'm totally blanking on what her name is. But, yes, that's basically me. She has these giant thighs <laughs> and these super long legs. And she basically has to walk like a crab. Because her legs are so long. Akima. Akima, that's right. Good, good job. <laughs> wow. How. <laughs> so, anyway, you're Akima from Titan AE. Yes. And you need to get out of your desk. <laughs> are we sure Akima isn't the character that Drew Barrymore plays? Oh, you know what? You're right. <sighs> okay, I guess I gotta look this up. Okay, Missy's gonna Google that and I'm gonna finish my story. But anyway, I have really long praying mantis legs. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to like crawl out from under my desk <laughs> to get out. <laughs> but anyway, the moral of the story is we're so close that we would like play bumper chairs with each other if we were all on the same schedule and we were all in the office together. So yes, Drew Barrymore is Akima. That's the human. Okay. So yes, I found it. Stiff from Titan AE is a kangaroo-like alien, which I don't see the kangaroo because kangaroos have... Short legs. But short legs. Yes. Anyway. So if you want to know what I look like, we'll post it on our Instagram. Yes. At Awkward's Anonymous Podcast. Yes. So anyway, what was I even saying? Okay, so I got off on a tangent. I'm like stiff. We're playing bumper chairs. My real point, that was getting off on a tangent. So my real point was people are disgusting. I'm getting get back on that. Oh, yeah. Before we all moved in, people were going in when it was open just for people to, to scope it out. And all you ever heard for weeks is, it's such a beautiful building. It's a beautiful building. It's such a beautiful building. I went in and I scoped it out myself. And all I see is just a cube farm. Yep. And everything's glass and everything's modern. And because everything's glass, I see a cube farm in a fishbowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just was getting so irritated with everybody just being like, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I'm like, you want to know why it's beautiful? It's beautiful because there's no people in it. Right. <laughs> it's not going to stay beautiful. I am not joking when I say that in the building that we moved out of, they had to put signs in the ladies' room. Saying, please don't wipe your boogers on the wall. Oh my gosh. Someone was picking their nose with toilet paper right there and just wiping their boogers on the wall. (sighs) These are adults that I work with. There are no children in the building. To be clear, you work at a clinical research organization, not a daycare. Right. (laughs) Yes. If we haven't said that before... It's not an elementary school. It's a CRO. Yes. 
So you have boogers on the wall. You have, I mean, and there were some times where I would go into the bathrooms and there would be footprints on the toilet seat. And I'm like, who the fuck is standing on the toilet seats? Are they like doing an upper decker or something? Yeah, like that? which, like, like you what? mentioned, you can't even be like, okay, was well, somebody being a peeping Tom? The whole thing is completely enclosed. There's yeah. nowhere to look over. And it's not something where like a maintenance person would have stood up on the toilet to reach something. The walls are, the, the ceilings are so high that they couldn't even do that. There is no logical explanation for it. The only thing that I can envision is someone just standing on the toilet and squatting. <laughs> like a like a mongrel. <laughs> like a mongrel. <laughs> I don't even exactly know what a mongrel is. But, but that's, that's what word. you envision. Yeah, that's the word that comes to mind when I imagine somebody squatting on the toilet <laughs> like that. <laughs> so you have that. And then there were also there was also one time where they had to put a sign up in the break room. Because in our break room, we had this ice dispenser. And in ice dispensers and in water dispensers, there's a little tray at the bottom for the place for the water to drain. And they had to put a sign up saying, please don't stuff your garbage in this (laughs) one centimeter hole for the ice dispenser. These adults, these scientific adults that I work with... (laughs) are stuffing their garbage in the ice dispenser. So I'm just, like, so irritated with the fact that everyone's so impressed with how beautiful this building is. So those are my rants about this new building that I no longer have to be in. Well, to bookend this episode, congratulations on your new job. And I think that it was good timing. It was an excellent topic for this podcast because, especially for an awkward goodbyes can be an absolute nightmare especially when you have this broad range of people that maybe you only like saw in passing in the hallway yeah (laughs) to people that maybe you've worked with for years and I can say even from both sides I don't know if those people hit it well but as somebody who has had to say goodbye to somebody who was leaving the pressure of trying to like encapsulate (laughs) your appreciation for them and like your well wishes for them while not being mushy but also being genuine it's yes. just freaking miserable yes one time i had somebody leave and i literally emailed them and i was just like i have to email this to you because i cannot say it to your face and then i said everything i needed to say yeah and then i had someone else leave and it literally they were just as awkward as i was And so we sort of just like sat there for probably a good intermittent three minutes saying small one-liners and nodding our heads at each other like, yep, yeah, so yeah, like good, you know, good luck and yeah, I've really, I've enjoyed working with you and nodding my head, nodding my head, they nod their head, yeah, um, it's gonna, you know, I'm I'm sure that, you know, maybe our paths will cross, (laughs) it was... (laughs) It was the worst. It, I just, I still like lay awake at night staring at the ceiling <laughs> thinking about this interaction. And, and can I tell you this last month they started working at the company again. So like everything that I had worked so hard to like just sort of close that door 
And then they came back and I'm like, oh, yeah, so, you know. So you came back. So, you know, welcome back. It's, uh, you know, it's, I really enjoyed working with you before. <laughs> I, I, I said I hoped our paths would cross. <laughs> oh, it was the worst. I will say, I really, my favorite goodbye, honestly, and I'm not being like, snarky my favorite goodbye is when I left the company before where I work now and it was a guy that I had worked with for a couple of years and he came to my desk and he said well bye good luck and I'd say let's keep in touch but we won't and he walked away and that was it that was the last time I saw him (laughs) it was it was I just it was so (laughs) just be honest it was was great I loved it Uh I really did yeah anyway man Chrissy what a week (laughs) I'm glad that you were able to have enough to uh fill my empty spaces (laughs) I mean that sounded (laughs) that sounded really sexual and it wasn't not she didn't say empty holes my my empty drama spaces (laughs) my empty orifices all of my interaction orifices I gotta, I gotta make this, 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 uh, past few weeks of drama last because I just keep thinking, I'm not gonna have anything to talk about. We'll find something. (laughs) (laughs) We will make drama. And by the way, guys, if you have any stories about any of the above, stinky offices, annoying coworkers, awkward ass goodbyes, it, it doesn't matter. Just talk to us. Share with us because we love to hear it. We think it's funny and we want to hear from you. Yeah. (laughs) We're being. Stop being so awkward. Like, goodbyes are the worst. Oh my gosh. Do you realize that we literally have just encapsulated what we've been talking about this entire time? Like, I don't know how to end this fucking episode. I don't know how to say goodbye. I don't know how to wrap it up in a pretty package that doesn't sound awkward as hell. Guys, bye. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun. Don't be awkward. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Also, (laughs) I forgot my car keys. Chrissy, are you cured? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, this didn't help you. (laughs) This wasn't worth $200 an hour. I do not think I'm cured because as... (laughs) It's contagious. (laughs) Just so contagious. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm just going to say goodbye. Are you cured? (laughs) No. It's only going to get worse. This is the worst outro we've ever done. No, I can, as far as the therapy aspect of this podcast goes, the best that I can say about the awkwardness is that the working from home basically just allows me to practice avoidance as opposed to addressing the problem. So we are definitely going to have to keep working on this. (laughs) We're definitely going to keep having awkwardness. Signing out. <laughs> bon voyage. <laughs> Toodaloo. I hope our paths 
cross again. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed talking with you. I <laughs> this mean, was really, I just, I really have a lot of respect for you. And yeah, I mean, you've taught me a lot. And <sighs> yeah. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Awkward's Anonymous. We hope you were comforted to know that you're not the only one thinking those evil thoughts, feeling those crazy feels, or being inappropriately awkward. More than anything, we hope you were entertained. And of course, one of the most important things this podcast can do is to help you meet and support others who thought they were alone. We know it might be one of the hardest things you've ever done, dear introverts, but be bold, be brave, and introduce yourself. Tell us what's on your mind. What has your awkward ass been struggling with this week? Tell us a funny story. We're convinced we're not the only ones dealing with these seemingly irrational feelings and awkward behavior, so neither are you. We'd love to share what you have to say on this podcast just to prove it. And remember, you guys are in control of how many people we reach. Share, follow, like, and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Your feedback is everything to growing a network of weirdos supporting other weirdos. Email us with anything you want to share at awkwardsanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at awkwardsanonymouspodcast. Meet with us every Tuesday to discuss all the thoughts, feelings, emotions, and wacky behavior we experience as awkwards. And really anything else we'd never normally say out loud. Can't wait to hear from you. Bye! Bye!